You're now listening to Loud and Clear. You are listening to Loud and Clear. You're listening to Loud and Clear. You're listening to Loud and Clear. With your host, Brian Fuller. 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 Where the spit hits the fan. Where the spit hits the fan. With the what? Where the spit hits the fan. UTA Radio. On UTA Radio. On UTA Radio. On UTARadio.com and iHeartRadio. What's good, everybody? This is Loud and Clear Weather Spit Hits the Fan, and I am your Miller former host, Brian Fuller. Say, so, y'all, we just finished watching Hidden Colors 4. It's me, the Loud Packer Sets, and Red, Edwin Davis. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, Kenfo? What it do, my melanated people? You know what I'm talking about? I got the Loud Pack Princess, Tanisha Jackson, here. What's up, girl? Hey, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so we just wanted to give you, you know what I mean, a quick review of some of the things that we heard and some of the stuff that we saw. You know, um, we all got our own opinions. We started out just a second ago. Tanisha was talking about um, she didn't quite agree with trade school. You want to go ahead and give us a little insight on what you mean, Tanisha? What I was saying, um, it kind of just, it was like a head-turning situation for me. Because when he said straight them away from college and send them into trade school, first thing that came to my head it's me hearing so many times before them telling people, oh, you, you can't go to college. You might as well skip that step. Just go to trade school. You work better with your hands than your brain. I feel like I understand what he was saying. Uh, me and BJ had a side conversation about it, and I understand where y'all was coming from. It's just that I feel like if you want to if you wanna go ahead and, and broaden your thinking with college first, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you should just say it's cool for you to go to college. You can go to a trade school, too. But if you feel like you really need to get that education in or you feel like that's what you need to do at the college, I think you should encourage kids to go instead of a trade school. But if they feel like they just want to get to work or, or that's something that fits them better, they should go to trade school. It just should be like an opinionated thing because every kid comes out different. Like, for me, I felt like being in a trade school, I would have, I would have, I don't know how that would have worked out for me because... I remember I was pumped up when I left high school, like, oh, here it goes. I'm ready to hop into college and all this other kind of stuff. I think that was best for me because I used that time to figure out what I really wanted to do. The time, my first, my early years in college, because everything hit me hard at once. So I felt like I needed to go through that. I don't know if there's other kids out there like me. It probably is, is what I'm saying. Like, it should be like an open path. That's what's up. I can dig that too. I mean, you know, I don't completely disagree with them. I just wanted to, I just wanted you to understand that, you know, as far as uh, trades go, that sometimes we do need to make money. Cause I feel like I did the same thing. Um, I went to college and I was ready, but I didn't have a way to pay the bills that came with college. So I was ready to go to school, but I wasn't eating every day and I didn't know how to fix it. I was putting in job applications and I wasn't getting calls back and stuff. So, you know, I just understand that, uh, you know, the, the balance of the, uh, both, you know, some people are trade school people. They just need to go get a job. I feel like carpentry is a viable income. Very good. You know, people can get on, be on and just be like, I'm going to retire in 20 years and just start building houses alone. You know, make good money. Middle class, maybe even the upper class would be good at it. But, you know, but, uh, what else was it that you saw? Um, I'm not going to lie to this episode here because it kind of got you. Like, this one, this one. The whole religion thing? Yeah, the whole religion thing. That's a, that's something that really got me. I never really, I never really was the person that paid too much attention to modern day religion because I never liked the way the system was set up now. But just hearing everything that I always knew was true, like the origins of these religions and how they actually came to be, it made me feel a little bit more confident in the way I used to think when I was younger. Because growing up the way I did, I used to feel like 
I'm, am I wrong for thinking like this? Like, am I wrong for questioning such and such? Because my parents had always been straightforward with the religions they chose. Like, how are you not gonna go to church with me? How do you, how can you say that you that you don't want to go to church and you feel like church is a is this and that because it's y'all pushed me into it. I never felt like open with religion. I always felt like there was something else that I, about it that I wasn't getting from my church environment or the environment that my parents set up for me. So hearing that. Everything actually is a shamble about modern religion, and nobody really is gonna out front give you the truth. You have to go look for it. Or maybe it made me feel confident about what I used to feel back then and what I feel right now. So I appreciated that. I feel you on that, sisters. Religion is always something that I feel everybody questions, because especially in the Christian, the black Christian home and everything. Religion is something you pressed into. Like you have to go to church. You have to go to youth meetings. You have to go to brotherhood. You have to read your Bible before night. And me and B, we grew up in a household like that, where we all have to do that as a family. Like all my cousins, they know what's up. But I never got that connection that the older people in church were like. The Holy Spirit and all that. I've never felt that connection, all that, like, and the image that y'all have. Like, I always thought, like, this dude don't look like me at all. How so, you know? yeah. How can, like, and how many of y'all have actually seen him? Like, it's just been always a back and forth thing for me, but I always double question it because, like, as y'all know, Mama Christian, Daddy's a Muslim. So, it's like immediately after I would come to my dad, like, I don't feel like I need to be going to church maybe as much as mama suggests that I should go to church or I don't understand. Mama come to temple. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it wasn't never like, oh, okay, maybe you just need to figure out what you need to be. It was always, see, I told you about that Christian stuff. You need to come to me to the mosque and we're going to get the, hey, I don't know about you. You either. Like, what really made me just start questioning stuff is when I got older and I started seeing all these images. I seen the Pope and he's praying to the Black Madonna. I'm like, okay, so if you praying to her and we praying to him, but they following you, what what's really going on in this situation? Right. You know what I'm saying? Was, like, and that's when everything just started falling into place and everything. Like, you see how the Bible we have today goes with ancient stories before the Bible was even, you know what I'm saying, written. Really? We have stuff that goes back way farther than the Bible. And that's something I never understood about the Bible, right? Why are you telling me to grab your King James version of the Bible? What does that mean? Yeah. It was my yeah. father that had like, to tell it's King James version because there was a man named King James who had this translated into what he felt like it should say. That's what really set me off track. I do thank my dad for telling me that, like, opening my mind to that. I thank him for that. And thank you. Like, if I was to talk to my grandma about any of this, you feel I like would be Yeah. Like, my family right. would be like, we you can't raise come you to the like barbecue. Yeah, like, we ain't raised you like that, you know? Okay, but maybe it's because y'all were raised like that, and your parents were raised like that, because their parents were raised like that, but... Their parents' mindset was given to them to be like that. It was manipulated to be that way. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's true. Like, it's just breaking down. It's all been a setup. They don't want to hear that either. 
if you you come with them with when you come to them with the facts. Like over the years, I picked up some stuff. So when I bring yeah. all of this and present it in front of them, they're just like, okay. So could you could you could you not do that? I, like it, it's all it makes them feel really uncomfortable, and I know why. It's what you, yeah, you don't know what to tell me. Like if you sit there and you look them in their face and you tell them, so you mean to tell me someone who stole me from where I was, brought me over here to work, beat the shit out of me, and then showed me something, killed my family, (laughs) and then broke me down, and then told me how I can have an eternal happiness when I die. Exactly. But here's the big shebag I got. You showed me hate, but I can get to this wonderful place. (laughs) Like here's the big shebag I got for you here. After I kill you, you get to go to heaven. (laughs) Like. I just never understood all of that. But if you try to tell that to your parents, I guarantee you, the first thing they want to hop up and say is, you don't believe in God? You trying to tell me you're an atheist? I believe in God, but I don't believe in God. You <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I great. don't praise white Jesus. I don't praise white Jesus. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what we not going to do. And honestly, I can't even tell you the image of God that I have because I'm still looking. Like, I'm still trying to feel that, but I know that there is a God. Like, I know that there's an energy inside of me. That tells me what I'm supposed to be doing my rights and my wrongs. Do you remember the book of Martha? Martha? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is the book of niggas. But, no. Okay, the book of Martha is, um, you don't remember the lecture? I think you went to the lecture too. We went to a lecture over Afrofuturistic, the, the Afrofuturistic the uh, themes. Yeah, no, yeah. At the, on the fifth floor. Way up there. You remember that lecture? Okay. She there's this lady there. I forget her name. I really did. I have to find it out. But she was talking about this book called The Book of Martha. And it was about a girl that was having like the same conversation with us, like questioning what does God look like and this, that, and the other. So God takes her to and puts her in a situation where she's the only person on earth. And it takes God a while, like, to reveal himself to her. But every time he did it, he was somebody different. Like, I believe he came as a, a old woman a, and a baby, a child, and then things like that. And she was just like, why? this isn't what I expected God to be. I expected one set thing. And then at the end of the book, he, showed, he said he was going to show his true self. And when he did, he was hurt. And that's what the so, thing that I hear people say. Yeah. Like, we are God. God yeah, is it's, it's, a, it's an inner thing. You are God. So, God is you. Yes. Yeah. But that really just gets, like, it put a stamp on it to me that you can't really take all of these main religions and just put them up. Like, okay, these are the gods. But there are more people in it. <laughs> I don't think everybody sees it as just these options. Like, what what is it? Like, when, you, when you're born, do they give you a checklist or something like that? And it's like Muslim, Christian, Arabic, go ahead and pick which one you want. That's going to be your God. Like, I'm seeing it in his his office. But I I just, I don't feel like it works that way. If that where y'all got messed up too, like, when you just really started thinking, like, this ain't the only religion. So when I start thinking out, yeah, we thinking you like this, and we thinking, and they thinking like, man, who, 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 who right, who wrong, who going to hell? <laughs> yeah, because what if we wrong? <laughs> and what if they wrong? So you mean to tell me because they grew up over here, and this is the religion they were brought up on because that's their cultural religion, 
that they're going to hell and we're not. Yeah, because you told me, you told me that we had a God that didn't like the stuff he over here doing, but he just said, God said that was cool. So, yeah. what's up? And they don't like what we doing over here. So. And, and according to him, I'm going to hell. And I'm going to hell, and you ain't telling me that. That ain't come with the Bible and stuff like that, because I'm pretty sure he sinned, but he said he not. So, what's who's telling the truth? But their reaction to that was always just like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure this other kid is going to hell. And you just like, all right, Tommy, you going to hell. But what if Tommy was right? <laughs> Nobody gotta go to hell. <laughs> Nobody gotta go to hell at all. Ooh, but that's what they jump to though. Like that's the first thing they throw at you when you a kid when it comes to religion. Cause that's they, going hell. Cause they try to what? control you with fear and then once you realize like alright, I'm supposed to be scared of some stuff because fear is a good element to have, you know, to get you right, but it's not the thing you're supposed to be basing your life off of. So if you're afraid of hell your whole life, you ain't gonna, you gonna always, you'll never really reap the benefits of heaven because you was always running around too scared to do something wrong. You know what so, I'm so how do y'all feel people should live in order to, like, putting our religions to the side? What's the best way to live for people? In my opinion, from inside yourself, like, some, like, okay, I had these arguments before where people like murder is immoral and it's bad. Well, to some people it's not. You know what I mean? Like, there's no judge of that part. There's I feel like you kill only if you have to. But some people think killing is an art form. Like, it, it's in them to want to do okay. it. I'm saying, like, you have to live according to yourself and your convictions. That's ultimately the what the goal is. You know what I'm saying? If everybody, like, look at yourself, try to do better the next day you did before. If you happy, like, I'm a happy couch potato, then you should be fine with being a happy couch potato. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think people should judge you because you, whether you out here trying to win the Nobel Peace Prize or whether you just like to sit at home and watch cable TV. You know? I, I just feel like whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? You should just love at the end of the day, like, Stop being mad at the world because everything's not going right for you or whatever. Stop putting this person down and putting this person up just because they have this and they don't have this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, just go on with your fucking life and let people go on with their life and just love everybody, bro. Like, right. we don't have to be beefed up, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not saying let your guard down because in order to get to that, you have to take out the evil. In order to get to a perfect paradise, you do have to take out the evil. And sometimes that means you gotta get down and you gotta get dirty. Right. That's a lot. And that's just real. Okay, so uh Hidden Colors 4, what was the last thing we got out? A couple last notes, couple notes. What you what you see was most important about why people should or shouldn't go watch Hidden Colors 4, bro? I feel like everybody should watch Hidden Colors 4 like It's about religion and it's about the religion of white supremacy. Like, I feel like all black people should go see Hidden Colors. Like, know the secrets. Know what's being hidden from you. Or at least get some new thoughts going. Like, you don't have to believe everything, but let those thoughts process through your mind. Let that flow through to when you really do start sitting down and thinking about it like, dang, maybe I need to look more into this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it could be more. Like, start questioning things. That's where it starts. You have to start questioning don't believe everything that you've been told. You have to unlearn some of that. Right. Tanisha? I feel like everybody should watch Hidden Colors 4. 
It's so I feel like white people need to watch it too, cause it's just to see you, what you've done. To see what you've done. And to Look completely understand where we're coming from. Look at <laughs> like, the mess you've made. understand why we mad. Yeah, like, look at the mess you've made. Understand what's going on around you. <laughs> In order for you to do that, I feel like you have to be enlightened to some of the stuff that black people are talking about. But Hidden Colors is something that all black people should watch. Because like I said, there everybody's not going to agree with everything that's going on in it. But still, it's, it's a learning process. You never know what you might pick up from. There's a lot of stuff in there that... That's actually pretty beneficial to to core life sometimes. Like you'll find out something that you never would have thought. Just and it's a lot of uh, like the individuals on there. They come from different. Okay, it's like everybody has their own angle for me. That's why I think he uses so many different people because I feel like you get it from every perspective. So. Something it's in not there. like they coordinated the one big message. Yeah, it's like, like they, not like they're yeah. going against each other. They're, they understand. Yeah, that. but it's, it's we a have different from opinions, every eyesight. Yeah, but we all want the same solution, right? Yeah, that's why I said I think everybody should watch it though, because it's really for everybody. And I do like what the one doctor had said. He was talking about don't put the crackhead down, don't put the alcoholic down, because they still have skills. They still they're still people, and we can still use them. I feel like if you're black, you're black. Like, it doesn't matter what you do, it doesn't matter what you've been through. You are still my brother, you're still my sister. I still love you at the end of the day. So, I kind of agree with everybody, you know what I mean? Um, Hidden Colors 4, man, it was definitely inspirational. What's up? I got some good stuff out of it. I got, um, what I get? First thing, yeah, I did, I, I never considered white supremacy a religion. I guess you could consider it that, you know, it's one of those uns, unspoken religions, you know, uh, I mean, something that they kind of hide behind the wall of silence, you know, so I get that part. Um, the black dollar, you know, the money that we put into circulation, yes, it's time. It's time to look at how we spend our money, look at what we spend our money, make sure you circulate your money that you spend through your community often before, you know, four or five times before we send it out, you know. Help, uh, you know, it, it, money is currency. You know, I, I learned that a long time ago, and I think this hidden colors for reinfluence, uh, reaffirm. I, I would say, let me take it back on that. Everybody should go to oneunited.com. It's the biggest black-owned bank, and you should start a bank account there. It's like a hundred dollars to start a checkings account and savings account for about the same basic cost for any other bank. Let's start putting our money in our own stuff. Right. Get some home loans. Let's build our, rebuild our communities, man. I think that's what the, the uh, ultimate message of Hidden Colors 4 was. You know, this is loud and clear where the spit is the fan, and I am your host, Brian Fuller, the Loud Pack OG. I'm in here with Edwin Davis, the Loud Pack Assassin. Tanisha, you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Tanisha Jackson, the Loud Pack Princess. Sign off. And we out of here. You dig? Touchdown.